This message is brought to you by Supernatural Life Ministry. Receive with excitement and grasp with passion the engrafted Word of God as it comes your way through God's servant, Ike Aziji, of the Supernatural Life Ministry. A man called by God with an embodiment of great grace and a mandate to reawake the greatness in you and to deliver mankind from every deception of the enemy. Now get ready for an unusual encounter with the Word of God that will take your life to the next level. Amen. And we started on a series last last week called um, Open Heavens. I I discussed, I, I taught us about the blessings of Open Heavens last week. And I'm going to start there to go down a little bit. What I'm focusing today is how to trigger the blessings of open heaven. But I want to track a little bit backward so you can follow me, but I'm not going to go through the whole thing. If you miss the message, please go to our channel, our Supernatural Life Church on YouTube. The videos are there. You know, go to our YouTube Supernatural Life Church. You can catch up with all the sermons. Anyone you have missed is there. So I want you to go back. If you missed last Sunday service, you can go back there to listen to that service. And also, we encourage you to share the sermon. Share any, anything you see here that has helped your life. Please, we're encouraging you. Share it on your YouTube, share it on your social media platform so that someone else can be blessed. That's the way to, to, to evangelize. That's the way to share the gospel. So whatever you see we are doing here, you are free to share it. Once you see our message, once you see our sermon, we see whatever our quote, whatever it is, and it blesses your heart, which I know it does, just share it so that people can be blessed at the same time. As you do that, the Lord will bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. I said that open heaven is a free flow and unlimited access to God's abundance, grace, and ministerial power. That is what open heaven is. And I say it's the manifestation of everything God's heavenly realm has released or what God's heavenly realm has in the heavenly is a release of the heavenly realm on the natural world. Can you shout hallelujah? So the truth is that our heavens are not closed. Hallelujah. So, you see, I talked about this last week. I said, we are starting from Isaiah for the media group. Isaiah chapter 64 and verse 1. Isaiah 64 and verse 1. He said, oh, that you would rend the heavens. That you would come down that the mountains might shake at your presence. This was a prayer that Isaiah prayed. And we know that this was, this prayer was, this, this was the initial prayer Isaiah prayed those days. And we know that the coming of Jesus and the baptism of Jesus was the initial answer to that prayer that was prayed by Isaiah and other prophets. Hallelujah. Now, if you read Mark chapter 1 and verse 9 to 11, Mark chapter 1 from verse 9 to 11, the Bible says, At this time Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan River. As Jesus came out of that water, he saw heaven split open and the Spirit coming down to him as a dove. And a voice from heaven said, You are my son, whom I'm well pleased. Can you show the man? So God had to split the heavens because a new season of manifestation 
of his kingdom is about to be released on the earth. That was the reason why God had to split the heavens. And that came in form of the Holy Spirit like a dove that was on Jesus to do only what God can do. Can you shout amen? So the heaven has been opened. You can read the Bible. Now, since that time, God splits the heaven open. The heaven has never been shut. So the heaven over you as a believer is not shut. The heaven over your life is not shut. It's open. But there are blessings of God that are supposed to descend from heaven to you. But you must trigger it. Can you shout hallelujah? Glory to God. Now, John was confirming this same truth in John chapter 1 and verse 32. He said, and John bowed witness saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove. He remained upon him. So John bowed the same witness that the heaven was split open. And the Holy Spirit came down from heaven and remained on Jesus. Can you shout the man? So that means the heaven has been opened. The heaven over you, over your life, is not shut. Don't ever think that, oh, my heavens are closed. No, your heavens are open. It has is ever open. From the day Jesus was baptized until this day, our heavens have never been shut. If you say, if you, you see, uh, if you want to doubt that, Revelation chapter 3 and verse 7 and 8. Revelation 3, I'm just building something here. Revelation chapter 7 and verse 3 and 8. You know, if you're watching, you're going to see that on the screen if you're watching online. He said, these things say he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one's open. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. So God is saying, if God has opened the heavens, he's saying, if I open, no one can shut. If God has opened your heavens, no force in hell has the power to shut it. If he says your heavens is open, you got to believe that your heavens is open. Can you shout hallelujah? So if we believe that we live under, our, under a closed heavens, that means we have closed our minds to what God has already opened. So we don't have to say that our heavens are closed. Can you shout hallelujah? Our heavens are open. Somebody say, my heavens is open. My heavens is open. Hallelujah. It's not closed. Hallelujah. Okay. Now we talk, we'll go through this last week. I'm not going to go through all that, but I want to look at some of the things we talked about, the blessings of open heavens. These are what we went through last Sunday. So but I'm not going there, but I want, to, I want to pick something from the first one. One of the blessings of open heaven is the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I want to I want to talk to that talk to that a little bit this morning. One of the benefits of open heaven is the outpouring of the Spirit of God. And if you read Matthew Matthew chapter ten, Matthew chapter ten and verse thirty eight, Matthew ten thirty eight, he said, "How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power." 
who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. The miracle Jesus did was because his heaven was open. Because one of the benefits of open heaven is the outpouring of the Spirit of God. So, how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power. So, that outpouring of the Holy Spirit comes with power in your life. It comes with an unusual power to do what only God can do. So, one of the benefits of, the, of open heaven is the outpouring of the Spirit of God. Because when the heavens were open, when Jesus was about to be baptized, the Bible said that the Holy Spirit descended on him like a dove, and it remained on him. That is to tell you there's a difference between the Spirit of God within and the Spirit of God upon. Can you shout hallelujah? Can you shout hallelujah? So you can't be talking about the anointing without talking about an open heaven. Your heavens must be open for you to walk by the power of the Spirit. And your heaven must be open for you to walk in the power of the anointing. And the Bible says that everything that Jesus did was because the heaven was open. He was able to heal. He was able to deliver those who were oppressed because the heavens over him was open. And I decree for someone this morning that the heavens over your life is already open. And everything that will cause you to walk in the blessings of open heaven will be released in your life this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. The Bible says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captive and the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Hallelujah. So the kingdom of God is contained in the person of the Holy Spirit. The whole kingdom of God is contained in the person of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is a river. It's like a river that wants to flow from us to transform our geographical location. It wants to flow. But you got to do something for that spirit to flow from you. Can you shout amen? So the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord was upon him. That was why he was empowered to do what no man can do. And the Spirit of God is as a result of the heavens of Jesus that was open. And as a child of God, that heaven has never been shut of ours. Can you shout amen? Now, God saying in Isaiah, I'm, I'm just building a little bit. Isaiah 32 and verse 15. Isaiah 32 and verse 15, he said, The desolation will not end until the Spirit is poured out upon us from above. Then the wilderness will blossom into a fruitful orchard, and the trees of the orchard will grow into a forest until the spirit is come upon you from on high. Until that spirit is poured in your life. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit resides inside every believer. No doubt about it. How many of you agree with me that the Holy Spirit lives inside you? But the Holy Spirit does not rest upon every believer. He resides in you. The Holy Spirit 
reside in the life of every believer. But the Holy Spirit does not rest upon every believer. Can you shout hallelujah? I don't know whether this is too much for you. So don't think you can have the Spirit of God. You can't, you can't have the Spirit of God resting upon you and you say that you have an enclosed heaven. It does not rest upon every believer, but it lives in every believer. So, and the Bible says, until that spirit rests upon us, we keep on struggling in life. But when that spirit of God begins to rest upon you, it will do things with ease. The same way we see Jesus did miracles, did signs and wonders. When that spirit of God begins to rest upon us, the change will be seen and be known around everywhere. Can you shout amen? So we carry a divine treasure in our lives. And that divine treasure is crying for expression. There's something in your life, God has put in your life. But something needs to come upon you to activate it. Something needs to come upon you to make everything God has put inside you to come alive. Can you shout amen? Something has to trigger it. So you can walk in the blessings of God. Can you shout amen? amen. Can you shout hallelujah? Amen. So until the spirit of God is upon us, we cannot enjoy fullness, success, whatever it is we're looking for in life. So we always pray for that anointing and the spirit upon to continually rest on our lives. That is the difference maker in our lives. And that will be your testimony this morning in the name of Jesus. Now, I'm going to go this, this morning. This is what I want to talk about this morning. How do I trigger the blessings of an open heaven? How am I going to trigger it? We've talked about all these blessings. You follow me. I listed that. I showed us that this morning. Number one, you must be someone that hosts God's presence. Somebody say God's presence. You must learn to host God's presence. If you, all, if you want to trigger the blessings of open heavens, you must be someone that hosts the presence of God. If you can't host the presence of God, you can't enjoy open heaven. That is number one thing. You see, you, you are in an open heaven if you are a person that hosts the presence of the Holy Spirit. Once you are hosting the Holy Spirit every day, God, the heavens, what, what happened is that God is now in you. Everything that is happening in that heavenly realm will now be manifested physically in your life. So when you're hosting the presence of the Holy Spirit, you're hosting the power of God around you. And nothing can hinder, or nothing can stop the power of God. You see, why we are keep struggling with things around us is because we are not hosting the power. The more you host the presence of God, the more you overcome the things you think you cannot overcome. The more you subdue the things you think you cannot subdue. The more you host the presence of God, the more you are enabled in your inner man to do the things that looks impossible. So hosting the presence of God on a daily basis is number one key for us to receive the blessings of open heaven. What am I trying to say this morning? Intimacy is the key that unlocks the blessing. Intimacy with God is the key that unlocks the blessings. 
of God in your life. So just taking time to wait in God's presence will create the atmosphere for you to receive the blessings from God. Can you shout hallelujah? Are you, are you, are you following me this morning? I know I might, this is a teaching I'm doing this morning. Sometimes I will preach, sometimes I will teach. It depends on how the Spirit is leading us. But what I'm trying to tell you is that intimacy is a key for an open heaven. So someone will say, okay, how do I host the presence of God? I'm going to share that a little bit with you. You see, praise and worship. You see, praise and worship to God. It's, the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. Psalm 22, verse 3, I think so. Some, 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 some now under Psalm 22, verse 3. He said, he inhabits the praises of his people. So when you're praising and worshiping God, God now comes down in his power, in his mind, to be activated in you. So praising and worshiping, not complaining. We have challenges in life. But what will turn our circumstances around is the approach we give to our circumstances. If we turn, if we use complain and murmuring, it will hinder the presence of God in our lives. But we'll start to worship and start to praise God. Every mountain in your life will start to melt. Because God is coming and the Bible says that the mountain saw his presence and skiff like ramps. You know what that means? When a mountain is skiffing, running, at the presence of God. That means is that when you're hosting the presence of God, it doesn't matter how big your mountains may be. It doesn't matter the mountains that are in your life. When that mountain sees the glory of God upon you, they will start to collapse. They will start to run away from you. Because no power in this world can survive the presence of God. If the mountain can see God's presence and start to skip like ramps, then what will happen to your problems when they see the presence of God? So when you face situation in your life, it's not a time to murmur and to complain. It's time to go into prison worship. It's time to start worshiping God glorify him thank him in advance for what he's about to do in your life thank him for the thank him for the things he has done in the realms of the invisible that is about to manifest in the visible for you can you shout hallelujah can you shout a lot hallelujah so wherever there is worship and praise the element of the kingdom is activated to trigger the blessings Wherever that's worship and praise, the elements of the kingdom of God is activated to trigger the blessings that you're looking for. Can you shout amen? So you must be the person that holds God's presence. You can't do without that. We're always in a hurry when it comes to this. When it comes to having time with God, everybody's in a hurry. But that is the most important thing that we need if we want our heaven to be open. That's the way we worship and praise God and stay with God. When you step out, things will be following you. When you step in, doors will open. Why? Because you are carrying, you see, there are forces that fight us which you cannot see. You don't see them. They are invincible to you, to the natural man you can't see what is, what is after you. Some things you are trying to do it by yourself is not working. You have tried all you could, it's not working. Something might be blocking it in the realms of the invisible. You don't, you, you don't see it. 
when we start to praise and worship God, God's, God comes down to remove that obstacle and doors will start to open in your life in a strange way that you don't even know. It is very, very crucial in our lives. Can you shout amen? Okay, I'm going to run because of time now. Okay. I've not read the Bible. Oh, I didn't read the Bible verse. Okay. Uh, First Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 27. Media, you can project that, please, for people who are watching online. It said, honor and majesty are found where? In his presence. In one honor, in one majesty, in one glory in your life, where are you going to get it? In God's presence. There's no other place to get it apart from God's presence. You want a change of story, a change of status, a change in your life? That is the place you're going to get it. Dwell there more, stay there more, come with God more. I'm telling you that what will be rubbing off your life will be so amazing that people around you will not believe you. Can you shout amen? What will be happening in your life? Because that's where the honor begins. That's where your greatness begins. That's where your success begins. That is where your healing begins. In his presence. Somebody shout his presence. In his presence. That is where all life transformation starts from. You must make sure that your life is soaked in the presence of God on a daily basis. And I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you that changes will come faster than you, are, you can ever imagine. The things you're struggling to, to quit from doing, the things you want to stop in your life, the things you want to stop, you're going to see them just start to give way. Because that's a strange power of God that is coming that those situations, they cannot accommodate it in your life. They can't. It is too powerful for them to bear, so they have to leave. And when they leave, God takes over your affairs and the situations of your life, and miracles start to happen for you. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Number two this morning, how do I trigger the blessings of the open heavens? Number two, you must increase in the knowledge of his will. You must increase in the knowledge of his will. You must increase in the knowledge of the word of God. You see, when, when something belongs to you and you don't know that it belongs to you, how are you going to get it? If God says you are healed and you don't even know that you have been healed, how are you going to get healed? Every open heaven we need you to assess the knowledge of the word of God for you to trigger it to come to pass in your life. Can you shout amen? I'm going to go to scripture. Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. Acts of, the, uh, Acts of the Apostles chapter 4 verse 17 and 18. And he was handed the book of the prophet. That was Jesus, uh, Jesus, prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. That the spirit of the Lord is upon me and he has anointed me. So Jesus was able to find what was written about him when he, was, when he opened that book of Isaiah. He said he found 
if he did not open it, he would not be able to know what has been written about his life. He has to open the book to see it. He found the place where it was written. So, there is something written about you. And until you find it, you cannot walk in an open heaven. There is something written about your finances in the word of God. Until you find it, you cannot enjoy prosperity. There is something written in the word of God about your health. Until you find it, you cannot enjoy healing. There is something written in the word of God concerning your deliverance. Until you find it, you cannot enjoy freedom. He found in the word where it was written. You see, knowledge is the cure for man's frustration. Knowledge. The more knowledgeable you are about the word of God, the more the differences are clear in your life. Can you shout the man? So he found in the book. So the more you increase in knowledge, the more you assess the blessing. The more you increase in knowledge, the more you assess the blessing. Can you shout the man? Psalm chapter 49 and verse 20. Psalm 49 and verse 20. The Bible says, A man who is held in honor, yet who lacks spiritual understanding and a teachable heart is like a beast that perish. So, imagine you are in honor, you don't know. You don't know. You're going to die like a mailman. That will not be your testimony in the name of Jesus. So, you see, the natural man has unscriptural thoughts. Every natural man has unscriptural thoughts. And every quality decision depends on quality information. Every decision you're going to make in your life will be dependent on the quality of information that is at your disposal. The more quality information you have, the more quality decisions you make. The less information you have, the less lower decision you make. So when you are someone who craves for knowledge, the word of God is part of it. But in your areas of endeavor, not only in the Bible, but the Bible is first because God will give you revelations that will help you to assess what you need to know, what you need to do for you to trigger the blessings of God in your life. But it starts from the word of God. The word of God will give you divine revelation, open your eyes to what you need to do, to where you need to go, to what you need to read. But without knowledge... Without increasing a knowledge of the will of God for your life, it's going to be difficult for you to walk in the blessings of God. Can you shout hallelujah? So your decision depends on the information, on the knowledge that you have. So God is encouraging us to go for more knowledge. You have to know what the promises of God are in your life. You got to know what God has said concerning you. What God has said, he has taken away from your life. So if that thing is there, you got to say, no, God has paid the price. I can't suffer this. The price for this has been paid. And that will trigger faith in you to fight the fight of faith to take your deliverance. And that will open your eyes to know what 
God will start revealing to you things to do, steps to take, what to read, to take your life from where, where you are now to where you need to be. Can you shout hallelujah? So knowledge is a key that will trigger your open heaven. Can you shout hallelujah? Okay, Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. The Bible says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge of my law where I reveal my will. Hosea chapter 4 verse 8. So God is saying that, God is not talking about unbelievers. He's saying my people, which, which means the sense of God. You see, we can, you, that means you can still be a believer and still lack knowledge. That's why God is saying my people are destroyed because they don't have knowledge. So God is expecting you as a believer to go for knowledge. Be someone that studied the Bible. Read the word of God. Read it. Read it as the Holy Spirit will reveal to you. You can be reading the Bible. What God is transmitting to your life is not what you're reading in the Bible. God is transmitting something else that will take you up as you're reading that Bible. Because the Bible is full of the Spirit of God. You may, you may be reading something else and God is beginning to reveal to you, beginning to open your mind to instructions, to ideas that will take your life from where it is now to where it ought to be. So, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So, change and activation of the blessings of God, they are at the mercy of the knowledge we acquire. So, if we don't get knowledge, then we are limited in the, in the blessings of God in our lives. So, the more knowledge we have about the blessings, the more we activate the blessings. The more knowledge you have about the blessing, the more you activate the blessings of God in your life. So knowledge is one of the key for us to assess the blessings of God. Can you shout amen? Hallelujah. Number three, I'm going to run because of time. Trust the character of God. You are not going to walk in an open heaven when you are not trusting the character of God. You must trust, you must believe God for who he says he is. Can you shout hallelujah? You must believe God for who he says he is. If he says he's your healer, you got to believe it. If he says he's your deliverer, you got to believe it. If he says he's your provider, you got to believe him. Whatever he says about him, you got to believe it. You must trust the character of God. Can you shout amen? Numbers 23 and verse 13. Numbers 23 and verse 13, the Bible says that God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and he, will he not do? And has he spoken, and will he not make it good? So God hates when you doubt, refuse to doubt. In fact, God is well pleased when you walk by faith. You see, somewhere in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. You can't seek God without a reward. You can't believe what God has said and not have a breakthrough in your life. So, He's a rewarder. If you are someone who believes God, whatever He has said in that Bible, you believe Him. 
God is well pleased. And that's the only way you can please God. That's the only way you can activate your faith in God. Can you shout amen? So God is well pleased when you walk in faith. And 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 29. 1 Samuel 15 and verse 29. I have about five minutes. Okay. Also, the splendor, 1 Samuel, I know media, you're following media, 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 29. Also, the splendor and the glory and the eminence of Israel will not lie or change his mind. For he is not a man that he should change his mind. If God is not going to change his mind concerning every promise he has for you, if God is not going to change his mind concerning everything he said he's going to do in your life. So it is left for you to renew your mind, to align your mind to what God has said. You see, that's, that's why the Bible keeps talking about renewing of mind, for us to renew our mind. Because God is not going to change his mind. Whatever he has spoken in the word of God concerning you, he's going to do it. But you got to believe his character. You got to believe what he has said about you. Can you shout hallelujah? You got to believe the character of God. You see, our mind is renewed when the impossible begins to become logical. Then you know your mind. When the impossible becomes logical, then your mind is renewed. And God wants us to always renew our mind so we can think in line with God. Because the Bible says it's, going to it's not going to change his mind. Whatever he has spoken about you, if you believe it, it will come. So anything is, he has spoken in the word of this Bible, some of us will, will take some part and leave some part. See, the Bible is the whole counsel of God. The whole counsel of God. Don't take some part and leave some part. Believe everything in that word of God. If he says he's going to do it, he's going to do it. You got to believe it. So, when God says, for this I give, it shall be given unto you. It's a law. You can't activate that by praying and fasting. It's a law. You got to believe the character. When you give, you say, I will cause men to give you. It's a, it's a law. When God says, give, and it shall be given, it's a law. When you pray for 40 days, it doesn't change the law. When you apply the counsel of God, things are changing your life. When he says you are healed, believe it. The counsel of the Lord will always stand in our lives. Can you shout amen? Hallelujah. Okay, number four. I'm going to run this very fast. Follow God's laws and principles. Now, if we are going to activate the blessings of open heaven, you must follow God's laws and principles. Can you shout amen? Now, I'm going to stop here today. The Bible says in Joshua, Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, I'm going to stop here because of time. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have what? A good success. So for you to activate the blessings of open heavens, you must be someone who obeys the principles of God. 
Can you shout amen? You must always follow God's laws and principles. God is a God of law and principles. When you follow the laws and the principles of God, I am telling you, your doors are of blessings. It's already open to you. Can you shout amen? He said, the book of the law will not depart from your mouth. You got to read it. You got to meditate, up, meditate upon it. And you got to do it. He said, then the blessings will start to follow you. He said, then you will have a good success. Then your ways will be prosperous. He's talking about the same thing we we're talking about this morning, the blessings of open heaven. So when you're someone who's dwell in the word of God and abide to the laws and the principles of the kingdom of God, I am telling you the truth this morning that the blessings will follow you. The blessings will follow your life. There's no doubt about it. The blessings of open heaven will start to look for you. And that will be your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Can you shout a lot? Hallelujah. I'm going to do last scripture. I'm going to stop here and I'm going to continue tomorrow, uh, next Sunday. Now, the second switch I'm doing this morning because of time is James chapter 1 of verse 20, 25 on the same thing. We're going to close here this morning. He said, but he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. This one will be blessed in what he does. Can you shout hallelujah? So if you are someone who don't just listen, but you do what you hear, you do what the Bible has said concerning your situation, God is saying you will trigger the blessings of the open heavens. The blessings of the open heavens are for those who are not just going to hear, but those who are going to continue to do. He said, there's something he said there. He said, and continuous is not something you practice for two weeks and you stop for three weeks. And continuous in it. So the problem we have today is that we don't have the spirit of persistency. And we don't have the spirit of consistency. If we do something, do something, do something, after a while, we're tired, we quit. We do it for a few, for a few days, or for a few weeks, or for a few months, then we're tired. But God is saying, if you continue in that cancer, if you continue to do that, do my word, to obey it consistently, you're going to see the reward. So this morning, it's not just about hearing the word of God. It's not just about doing the word of God for a season. It's about consistency. Consistency. Someone said that consistency is the key to breakthrough. Consistency. Let me give you an instance before I pray this morning. If you have a brick, a brick wall and you have a hammer, I want to bring down a brick wall with a hammer. You can agree with me that you can hit that thing for 40 times and you're not even seeing a crack. Is that right? You might keep hitting that wall. Maybe you can hit it. Maybe you, when, you, when, you, when you get to about 70 times, you might start to see a crack. But does it mean that the time you started hitting that wall, nothing was happening? No. 
From the time you started hitting, a force has been applied to that wall. That wall began to see a shaking on the inside. That wall began to feel the pressure of that hammer that is coming on it. But eventually, it might take time for you to see the cracks on the wall. And after a little while, you can see the wall falling. The wall did not fall by the last hit on that wall. The wall started falling from the first hit. But you saw it on your last hit. That is how it is in the kingdom of God. You have to be consistent that the fact you are not seeing anything does not mean that something is not happening. Right in the realms of the invisible, the testimony, the breakthrough has already taken place. Right in the realms of the invisible, your breakthrough has been released. But there got to be consistent to see the manifestation. The way you have to be consistent to see your, the wall you're hitting for, that is the way you have to be consistent. Consistent in prayer, consistency in praise and worship, consistency in serving God, consistency in reading your Bible, consistency to do every spiritual law you have seen in the Word of God. Once you start to do it, I can guarantee you now that the devil will come after you to discourage you. I can guarantee you now. He will tell you this is not working. Just stop it. And this is where the problems of most believers are. He wants to quench us because he knows that what we are doing is disturbing him. Sometimes he will throw some, some stones or something around us to make us quit. But the Bible says, if you continue in it, if you continue, if you are consistent, he said, you will be blessed. You have your testimony. You have your reward. Because God is not a man. Whatever he says is settled. God has already declared your end even before you started. All you need to do is to be there. Don't quit. Stay on the fight. And you will win the battle. The battle belongs to God, but the fight belongs to you. The fight is a fight of faith. It's, it's a fight for you to stand. God is looking for a man who's going to stand in the gap for him to win the battle for you. Can you shout amen? So consistency and continuity in the word of God is your key that will trigger your open heavens. And I pray for someone this morning. The spirit of consistency, the spirit to keep believing, keep throwing the logical facts of the kingdom in your affairs, in your life. Receive it this morning in the name of Jesus. And I pray for you this morning. Everything that will not allow your life to find expression, that thing is destroyed this morning. In the name of Jesus, every hinges and hindrances and obstacles and oppositions that want to hinder your life, in the name of Jesus, I clear them out of your way this morning. In the name of Jesus, your glory will be seen and your glory will manifest.
The favor of God will be seen in your life and in everything that you do. Receive the grace to be consistent this morning. The grace to abide. To the grace to be a responsible practitioner of the, of, of the word of God. Receive that grace this morning in the name of Jesus. And I decree this morning that your life will be going to go forward from this morning. Your life goes forward. Every hindrances in your life is cleared out. I release the power of God to rest over you. Rest over your family. Rest over the works of your hand. Rest over your career, your business, your relationship. I release the power of the most high to rest on you this morning. And you will see change in your life. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning for your word. Thank you, mighty God. Let your name be glorified. Lord, we have received your word this morning. I will receive grace to be consistent for everyone watching online this morning. I release unusual grace of God to be consistent in abiding to the principles of the kingdom. And as you do that, the Lord will bless you mightily in the mighty name of Jesus. Can you shout hallelujah? Now, if you're here this morning and Jesus is not the Lord of your life, I want to pray this prayer over pray, pray this prayer with me. If you're watching online, if you're in this room, Jesus is not your Lord. I want after this prayer, meet me after the service. But if you're watching online, there'll be information that will be displayed on your screen. I want you to follow that information to get back to us. I'm going to lead you into the way of the kingdom in the name of Jesus. Pray this prayer with me. Oh God in heaven, I believe with all my heart that Jesus has been raised from the dead. I receive your word and I repent of my sin. I renounce the past. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. I receive my forgiveness. I receive the new blood cleansed and washed in the world and the precious blood of Jesus. Fill me with the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. If you pray that prayer and Jesus is not the Lord of your life, please follow that information you're seeing on your screen and I'm going to give back to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Are you blessed this morning? And I know the Lord will bless you mighty this, mighty this morning in the name of Jesus. We're going to be praying this morning, and we're reading the book of Job chapter 34 and verse 32. It says, teach me what I do not see. Glory to God. I don't know, there are many things that God wants to do in our lives, that God wants to do for you, but he got to see it for you to be able to do it. So this morning, we're going to be praying. We're going to ask God to open our eyes. Let God open our eyes to everything he has destined for you. Let God open your eyes to everything he wants you to do. Let God open your eyes and show you the route that you should not follow. This morning, our prayer this morning is for God to open our eyes. Hallelujah. Are you ready to pray this morning? Father, in the name of Jesus, you're quiet this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, teach me what I do not see concerning my life. 
concerning my family, my finances, my career, my business, my ministry, whatever you, whatever you don't understand, we're going to come in before God this morning. Teach me to see my catalava. Father, lift up your voice and pray this morning. If you are watching me online, get, get off that couch right now. Get up from your bed and start to pray this morning. Ask the Lord to teach you the steps to follow, what to do. Teach me, oh God. Maka, are you praying this morning? Father, in the name of Jesus, teach me what I do not see. Teach me what I cannot see. Teach me what I cannot see, oh Lord. Open your doors of revelation to every mistress in my life, to every mistress in my destiny. Oh Lord, my God, teach me that which I cannot see concerning my life, concerning my destiny, concerning my family, concerning my career, concerning the works of my hands. Oh Lord in heaven, we pray this morning for everyone at the sound of my voice that you begin to teach us that which we cannot see. Begin to reveal to us that which we do not understand. I pray for divine revelation in this room this morning. I pray for divine quickening this morning. For everyone at the sound of my voice, whether you are in this room or you are watching online, I decree that your eyes begin to open. God begin to reveal to you the steps to take. Begin to tell you the route to follow. Begin to guide you through every step, every journey. You receive direction in your life. This morning marks the end of confusion around you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we release understanding. We release understanding. We command revelations. Teach us, oh Lord. Everything that look like a mirage, everything that look like an obstacle, everything that look like a mystery, in the name of Jesus, we're going to reveal, begin to unveil the truth, begin to unveil the direction, begin to unveil what we do not see, oh God. We decree this morning that our eyes, the eyes of our understanding is enlightened this morning to receive, to see, to perceive, to walk in the places you have destined for us. But I will thank you this morning. I will give you the praise and the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says what we are praying today is for God to open our eyes. There are many things God has destined for you. God was speaking to Jeremiah say, as far to Abraham, he said, as far as your eyes can see, whatever you see is what God is committed to deliver to you. So we're going to pray for our eyes to be open. Once you see it, you can't doubt it. If God can open your spiritual eyes to see, you will not doubt it. Hallelujah. 
Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 3, that's where we're taking our second prayer this morning. He said, and I will give you the treasures of darkness and the hidden riches of sacred places that you may know that it is I, the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. We're going to be praying this morning. Our next prayer is going to ask God to reveal unto us whoever that is connected to your destiny, whoever that is connected to your life that will launch you into your hidden treasures and the blessings of God that God has destined for you. We're going to be praying this morning that God will be going to open our eyes and direct our steps. Are you ready to pray this morning? Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, open my eyes, reveal to me the people, avenues, locations, places, steps, ideas, and truth that will launch me into my hidden treasures and secret blessings. Oh, Lord, help me to see. In the name of Jesus, will you lift up your voice and make it a prayer this morning? If you are watching online, I want you to shout it at the, at the top of your voice this morning. In the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, open my eyes, reveal to me the people, the avenues, the location, the places, the steps, the ideas, and truth that will launch me into my hidden treasures and secret blessings, oh Lord. Open down my eyes, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for revelations. I pray for divine directions. I pray for ordering of steps of everyone at the sound of my voice this morning. In the name of Jesus, reveal unto us the locations, the steps, the truths, what we need to do to be launched into our next phase, into our next season of your visitation. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice, don't shut your mouth. I want to hear you cry out to the Lord this morning. Your voice is your victory. Don't shut your mouth up. Begin to open your mouth and decree. Oh, reveal unto me, oh Lord, open down my spiritual understanding. Reveal unto me, Jesus, the steps I need to take, the truth that I require, the avenues that I need, the people that I need to move my life forward. Lord, every man that is connected to my destiny, Lord, I decree for divine revelation in the name of Jesus. Let our steps be ordered into the places of your blessings in the name of Jesus. For we decree this morning in the name of Jesus, let there be divine opening right now, divine hearing right now, divine sensitivity right now into every instruction, to every direction, to every step, to the avenues, to the places, to the locations that we need to change face, to change level in the name of Jesus. Jesus.
Hallelujah. Our last prayer this morning is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 2, from verse 2 to verse 3. And the Bible says, Then God said, You have been going around in cycles in this hill long enough. Go north, command the people you are about to cut through. I decree for someone this morning, you are about to cut through. You have revolved around that circle for too long. You have been on that same spot for too long. Your change is happening this morning. In the name of Jesus, everything that will hold you bound will lose you this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. This is our last prayer this morning. I want to decree this from the depth of your heart this morning. Pray. If you are watching, you're going to pray from the depth of your heart because whatever you've been revolving around is about to let you go free. Whatever I've held you on the spot is about to release you in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive divine encounters for supernatural shifts in my life. I decree enough to every delay, stagnation, evil occurrences, disappointment in my life. I refuse to be revolving around the same spot after today. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive divine encounters for supernatural shifts in my life. And I decree enough to every delay, to every obstruction, to every disappointment, to every evil occurrences in my life. And this morning, I decree, I refuse to be revolving around the same spot after today. In the name of Jesus, lift up the voice. I refuse to be on the same spot in my family life, in my career, in my finances, in what I do, wherever I go. I refuse to be kept on a spot. I command my change. I command my deliverance. In the name of Jesus, I receive divine encounters. I receive divine encounters for supernatural lifts, for supernatural shifts in my life. In the name of Jesus, divine encounters for every one of the sound of my voice. I decree divine encounters for supernatural lifts, divine encounter for supernatural shifts, divine encounter for change of position, divine encounter for change of hierarchy, divine encounter for change of position in the name of Jesus. I decree that this morning in your life for everyone watching online, for everyone in this room this morning, I decree in your life, in your family, in your finances, in your career, in the works of your hand, divine encounter for supernatural shifts, divine encounter for supernatural lifts, divine encounter for change of position. I decree that in your life this morning, everything that will not let you go, we command them to go this morning. Anything that will not release you, we command them out of your life, out of your way. In the name of Jesus, you breaking through, you are breaking through, you are cutting through, you are going free, you are breaking forth. In the name of Jesus, we release your liberty, we command your freedom, we establish your deliverance. 
us in the name of Jesus. We release the ability of God in your spirit. You are empowered to go forth and conquer. Father, we thank you this morning and we give you all the praise and all the glory. Let your name be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Well, if you know the Lord has blessed you this morning, lift up your voice and we're going to magnify the name of God this morning. You can clap, you can celebrate Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. Let your name be glorified. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You can have your seat. The Lord bless you. Amen. I'm going to run.